this year it's going to be ridiculous. But last year, the pharmaceutical industry did just shy of $1 trillion in business. $1 trillion in pharmaceuticals. That's insane. Like that is absolutely, and people go, well, that's because they've gotten better with their research and they're, no, they haven't. No, they haven't. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we tell amazing, incredible stories about this miracle plant with misunderstood names, and we have a special guest with us today. In fact, we're on a new platform because of this gentleman. It's Mr. Ken Walls, Mr. Grow Live Academy. Ken, welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast. How are you doing? Dude, I am fantastic. I'm, awesome. I'm very grateful to be on here, man. Thank you for asking me. I'm, I'm so honored to have you on here, and, and I wouldn't be able to be doing this live without you and your expertise, and it's really an honor to have you on here, and for anyone who's trying to understand the power of going live, this is the man. I call him Mr. Go Live. He's got the Grow Live Academy, definitely worth checking out. The reason I brought Ken on this show, because again, we always want to bring guests on that have incredible stories of how this miracle plant with so many names hemp, cannabis, CBD, whatever you want to call it, how it's helped them in their lives. And Ken, I know we got you know connected through Jeffrey Gittimer and you were helping him go live and Jeffrey was going live every Tuesday since like March 16th and yeah. uh, we got connected and I sent you out some samples and I was like, hey, check out this product. And you were like, yeah, I get a bunch of CBD from everyone, but I'll let you take it from there and, and then how we kind of circled back around. With, the, with this miracle plant. Your uh, CBD gave me a zit. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm a recovered alcoholic and with 18 years of sobriety. And I'll tell you that it was a huge concern to me to, there's Jamie Green. It was a huge concern to me to to, to use this stuff because I thought I don't need something that's going to trigger me being an, an alcoholic slash addict, I don't want to like have any narcotics or whatever in my system. And through talking to you and learning a lot more than I ever thought I'd learn about CBD, I discovered that it doesn't have that psychotropic effect. And in fact, it has quite the opposite. And it's honestly, it's healed a lot of, of things in my in my body. So I'm very grateful for it, man. And I'm happy you brought that up. And we've had guests on before and clients that are in recovery programs or sponsor recovery houses, and they had the same issues and the same concerns that you did. So I've dealt with that for a long time and helping break through the stigmas. And because there's been about 80 years of stigma with this plant. 1937, they passed the Marijuana Tax Act. Wow. They actually pronounced it marijuana it's with an H. And it was a completely taken slang term from Mexico to try and really confuse people. The year before, in 1936, doctors from the American Medical Association wrote 2.3 million prescriptions for cannabis oil. And then they passed the bill that made it illegal. 
And so that's when the Reefer Badness movie came out and all of that smear campaign to confuse people. Big Pharma started to really start to produce products and had its own petrol reasons for going against hemp and it made hemp illegal. And then it's just been 80 years of marijuana as a, a gateway drug and Cheech and Chong and just say no. Yeah. And all of that, I was conditioned that way. And so many Americans were, but again, back in 2013, Sanjay Gupta came out on CNN and said, hey, there's this child in Florida, in Colorado, Charlotte Figi, and she had 300 seizures a day. She was in hospice wearing a helmet, not going to make it. And they uh, gave her some CBD oil and her seizures went from 300 a day to one a week or one a month to almost none. And wow. that was the beginning in our country where we started to realize what is CBD? There's something more than THC going on in this cannabis plant. And in yeah. fact, hemp goes back hundreds of years in our country, actually dating back to Spanish, came over here in the early 1600s and brought hemp over. So George Washington grew hemp. You could pay your taxes with hemp. If you were a farmer in colonial days, you had to grow an acre of hemp because it was so useful for textiles. So I know we've come a long way and I'm, I'm glad that I hung in there with you. And I know just like you could probably speak to it as well, there's literally thousands of CBD companies in our country right now. Yeah. And I, I think that for me, I'm like, I, people that I'm friends with Grant Cardone and, and he's, he's always saying, you need to get off that weed and stop smoking that Blah, blah, blah. He goes, I, and he, I love what he says. He, I love it when my compet, I find out my competitors are all out there smoking weed because it slows them down and I zoom right past them. I do think that smoking weed definitely is not for me, for sure. Smoking, smoking the stuff is definitely not for me because it does then have that psychotropic effect and it can be a gateway for me. And, and I would, would not want that. However, the other side of it, which is the side you're on, is taking the, the hemp plant and extracting everything in it that's good. And man, I'll tell you, I, I don't, I'm not going to get too personal, but I've had some serious problems, not just digestive issues, but some, some serious problems in the, the intestinal area of my body over the last eight, nine years. And dude, this stuff has is not completely healed it, but it's, it's almost like it doesn't exist anymore. It's there still. I still have some of the issues, but not even remotely close to what it was it, not even close. And so I'm telling you, I, I, for anybody that, that, and I've tried other CBDs and I don't know that I don't know that they were bad. I just am not convinced that they were great. You told me that you do it different than some of the other CBD oils or most CBD oils. I don't remember exactly what that was, the difference. I'm sure you can explain it. Sure. Well, again, the biggest difference with the way that we make our products, which was to heal our son from a severe neurological ailment, was that we just did a cold press. We basically juiced the plant. That was it, raw. And I didn't understand why so many companies were heating up the plant. I understand if you want to get high, you've got to find a high THC variety, which we call marijuana in this country, and you've got to heat it. If you literally ate a high C uh, THC marijuana and you just ate it, you wouldn't get high. And a lot of people are shocked to hear that because the when the plant comes out with THC, it's called THCA. The A stands for acidic. And, and literally, you have to put fire to it. 
And it's called decarboxylization, which turns the A, THCA, into THC. And that's the only psychoactive part of the plant. So once you get a plant that doesn't have THC or has, you know, trace amounts, you don't get high. You actually get healthy. So we always kid around here and say, if you want to get high, heat it. If you want to get healthy, eat it. And that was the difference with ours. And it's been really incredible. We've had many guests on here telling incredible stories how they've used this miracle plant in this cold pressed manner. And that's the full potential of the plant. Our body knows how to eat things. Our bodies knows what plants are. But when you start pulling things out and manipulating them and turning them into fake white powder sugar, our body doesn't really know what to do with that. And so that's really the difference with our plant, how we make things here. And we just want to break through those barriers and, and those you know, stigmas that people have to just explain CBD is in broccoli. CBD is in kale. Our wow. body makes CBD. CBD stands for cannabidiol. When our body makes it, it's called 2-AG. It's a really long word. And in fact, cannabinoids like CBD can also be found in breast milk. Our, our carrier oil that we use in our products is cold-pressed organic hemp seed oil. So press the seeds. And that is the closest thing with all 21 amino acids and a perfect breakdown of fatty acids, omega-3, 6, and 9 to human breast milk, literally the closest thing on planet earth. So we are a DNA match with this plant. We've just, for whatever reason, this plant and us, we belong together. We've traced it back to about 30,000 years. It's been used medicinally for about 8,000 years, going back to oriental medical books. I was wondering why all of a sudden I've been craving breast milk. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm yeah. Sure no, yeah. It's what else could be better for you? We have a, a three month old baby, Grace, and yeah. she's that's all she's eaten for, you yeah. know, the first six months of life. Yeah. It's just breast milk. And yep. it's incredible that this plant mimics human breast milk. And so, again, that's why you always see us um, giving products away and wanting people just to try it because right. we know it's going to help. And, and, and even if it doesn't, even if you don't really have problems, severe problems. And I know you did. It might help someone else that has some severe problems. So that's why we have guests on. That's why we have this platform. And I'm really just happy to to have you on. I see we got some folks coming on there. Hi, Jamie, the solar queen. They need, hey, they, they all need to share this out. Come on, man. Let's go share this out. But one of the things that again, I have a bunch of it now as sitting here on my desk, I'm I take it now for, cause I'm still healing that issue that, that I've had for many years. And so I take it three times a day and I'll tell you the other day, I only took it once and I could tell a difference, man. The next day I could tell a difference and that that's crazy to me. And it's not a, it's not, I, I just think that like you've said to me, it helps significantly with with inflammation. And normally I think from everything I've heard, not from you, but from other places, we have as a society and the processed foods and sugars and stuff that, that we consume on a daily basis, there's this issue with inflammation in, in the body for a lot of people, especially here in America. And to have something so amazing that I can just take a little dropper. I, I take a full dropper normally when I do it and be able to, to, to notice a, a huge difference. My mom and dad both had COVID and my mom 
ended up in the hospital because it turned into pneumonia. And before I could, I was talking to you about it. I had a full bottle, extra bottle. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not, they live about an hour from me. And I'm like, I'm going to run it up there. My dad has is immunocompromised, severely immunocompromised. And he was just starting to feel some of the symptoms of COVID. And I took this, I called him. I said, you've got to take this, that you got to take this. I'm going to bring it to you. I'm going to drive all the way up there, give you this bottle. I want you to take it. My mom had already progressed too far and had to get into the hospital get, to get some oxygen and antibiotics, whatever they were doing. And see, Jamie shared it. She's a sweetheart. But I, and my dad, however, started taking it right away and he was taking a triple dose of it every day and bam, symptoms were gone within a day and a half. He didn't have any more COVID symptoms. I'm not saying it's the cure for COVID, but my gosh, it, it did. And he, again, is in the category of if you get COVID, you're going to die. He is in that category. He's on the far end of that category, in fact. Like, he's way in that category. And he took this your CBD and really took a lot of it. And, dude, it, I, I'm convinced that. And he said, he goes, I, I don't know what it was. It had to have been the CBD. I don't know. He goes, I had a headache for about a day and a half. And that was it. And my mom, who was, I, I don't know, she she's, they're older. They're in their 70s. She wasn't as, she wasn't as excited to try the doctors or, I don't know if she asked a doctor about it. But that's the thing is I, and I truly believe that I, I think that the United States, especially older people are programmed to believe that the white coats have all the answers and whatever the white coat says is what you do. And I don't necessarily believe that. In fact, I haven't been to a doctor and I don't even know how long. So I don't, I don't necessarily believe they have all the answers. In fact, they write these prescriptions based on what a pharmaceutical sales rep told them the drug will do and what symptoms it will treat. Half the time or more, they're not sure. It's an educated, and I use that term even loosely, but it's a guess. And I'm not, I'm not like, dude, I'm not a tree hugging. Like, I'm just not, that's not who I am. I'm just, but I, I think that, that people, I think people need to do their own research and not necessarily if you get the sniffles or you get the headache or you get, don't rush to the doctor. I don't think that's the answer that, that we need in, in, in this world. And I think that my theory along that is, and I'm, you know, so happy to hear that your parents are healthy and happy and your mom's out in uh, the hospital. She's doing great now. Yeah. yeah, That's just awesome. And again, that's why we share these stories. We've had people on with COVID on previous episodes and they had a similar story that it really lessened the effects to just a couple days Yeah, because it is an anti-inflammatory like you spoke to earlier. The first thing that CBDA, which is the raw version of CBD does is it works on inflammation and it's an incredible, when you start to reduce inflammation in the body, how the body can perform and how it can work efficiently, which is called homeostasis or balance. Obviously, that's 
just awesome to hear that. I was worried. I, I just hate when people, you know, when you start to come down with pneumonia, that's not the road that you want to go down. And no, uh-uh. I was really happy to hear that she that she had got out of it. But the way I look yeah. at it is that you remember the family doctors and it's before my time. I was born in the 70s. I think I'm still stuck in the 70s. Love that music. And uh, the doctor would come to the home with a, his little bag and he'd show up and the family doctor visit and he knew the family and there was a relationship. And yeah. I always think of that movie, Doc Hollywood, where the old doc shows up and Michael J. Fox is getting ready to send the kid off to a helicopter to the big city to have operation open heart. And the the old doctor comes in and says, stop everything. What are you doing? Boy, did you get into your son, your dad's uh, tobacco? And he goes, yeah, have a Coca-Cola and get out of here and stay out of his tobacco. And I know it's the old school, but that's what we knew. And that's what we, our parents knew. And then it shifted. And it became a pharmaceutical, take this pill and it'll solve the problem instead of understanding what caused the problem. Like, I'm going to interrupt you. I see. I never say I'm sorry for interrupting you because I'm not. (laughs) I did it on purpose. So (laughs) I hate it when people go, hey, sorry to interrupt. No, you're not. You did that on purpose. But look, the pharmaceutical industry last year or this year, let's say the this year. Will pro- I, well, especially with COVID, I, I, let's go with last year because this year it's going to be ridiculous. But last year, the pharmaceutical industry did just shy of $1 trillion in business. $1 trillion in pharmaceuticals. That's insane. Like that is absolutely, and people go, well, that's because they've gotten better with their research and they're, no, they haven't. No, they haven't. So I, I, man, I don't like, I have a very difficult time there. There's only a couple of times where I'll take even Advil. And that is if I have a severe headache. Now, if I get a headache, I'm like, okay, I'm going to drink a lot of water and I'm going to take some CBD and, and maybe double up on the dosage of it or something. I, I can't, I cannot fathom, and I don't think most people can, I don't think most people can fathom how much $1 trillion is, but it's a lot. It's a lot, and that is a lot of prescriptions written in this world. And again, I, I'm i not an expert, but I, I'm just going based on logic and some personal experience. I don't, like they get, uh, years ago, and I'm talking 10 years ago, probably I had a doctor say, you have high blood pressure. And I'm like, really? I'm only 40 years old or so. How do I have high blood pressure? And I don't know, but you do. And you need to take this drug. And it was a statin stat statin. I think they call it. And I, I, okay. So I get the drug and I'm looking at, and I'm like scared of it. I'm like, what is this? And, and I'm reading all the possible side effects and I'm like, I think one of the side effects was death. And I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right, but the doctor said I need to take it, so I'm going to take it. And I remember taking this high blood pressure medication, and I was like waking up in the middle of the night with my legs cramping so bad. Charlie horses, like I was like getting these Charlie horses in my legs, these cramps, and I was in this unbelievable pain. And it didn't, I, it didn't occur to me until three or four days of going through this and having cramps in my legs during the day. And I was like, what in God's name is going on? 
And I go back to the medicine, the, the prescription bottle, and one of the side effects was leg cramps. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll die of high blood pressure then because I am done with this crap. And I got rid of it. I literally threw the whole bottle away. So I and started exercising and adjusted my diet to eat better and all of that. But And I've not had, I guess maybe my blood pressure goes up once in a while, but it's not like it was. So I, I think that, again, we're so quick to, as a society, go, the doctor said so. And since the doctor said, what if there is a, a, a miracle plant? What if there is a miracle way to just heal the stuff in your body? As Jamie just said there, we are what we eat. I yeah. mean, that's just what it comes down to, folks. And it's a lot of times, in, for those of you that have heard about Clubhouse and you might hear it in the background, they, they a lot of the business owners will talk about most people know what they need to do. They're just not doing it. It's the same right. thing with our health. We know what we need to be doing. We just aren't doing it. So we know we need to eat more greens. We need to eat healthy. We need to cut out the refined sugars. We need to cut out the processed foods. We need to at least exercise for 20 minutes, go for a walk every day. We need to drink lots of water. We need to be mindful. We need to sleep. That's it. If you do those things, you want to talk about people curing themselves from cancer. That's how you do it. Your body can only use the fuel you give it. And if you give it toxic junk, is only so much the liver and the kidneys can process. So, well, um, you know, this is the part I know somebody that I won't go into who it is, but I know somebody that's had cancer off and on their entire life. Recently, was talking to their oncologist, and this person happens to be a huge fan of very sugary soda and said to the oncologist, I've heard that sugar causes cancer to grow and blah, blah, blah. And this oncologist said, there's actually no evidence of that being true. Wow. And I was like, and I was like, what? That's everything I've heard is sugar feeds cancer. And, and this oncologist is saying, no, there's no, no evidence of that being true. And I'm like, Uh, That blows me away. So you're saying that all of these studies showing that sugar does contribute to the growth of cancer and problems, you're saying that this doctor is saying that's just not true. There's no evidence backing that. And again, I'm not a researcher. I don't do cancer research. I don't do, I don't know if that, I don't know what's true or not true, but it seems to me like if that's one of the common denominators in your life, how's it going to hurt you to cut it out? And I personally have seen that when <clears throat> Charles says he only plays a doctor on TV, but I personally have seen when I removed sugar from my life, I've personally seen that that it it made a massive difference in my health and well-being. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't know my phone would work if I was still on Clubhouse. But yeah, the sugar thing, and I think what part of the problem is that doctors, they're getting educated by pharmaceutical companies. In fact, pharmaceutical companies are in charge and have influence on the medical board examinational questions. There's nothing taught about CBD or the endocannabinoid system, very little on nutrition and diet and the sugar. And I think just, I think there's a lot of really good doctors out there that have been hoodwinked. And they believe the research, they believe what they've been told, 
that these pills are the best solution. But I think plenty of doctors I know out here in California, because we get referrals from Kaiser Permanente and all types of doctors, all, we don't ask, we don't do, it's just unsolicited referrals. They know that the, the pharmaceutical model is not all it's cracked up to be. And it wasn't in the beginning when people would go to talk to their doctor about CBD, they would say, what do you think, doc? And the doc would say, there's not enough research, which isn't true. There's tons of research on pubmed.gov. But then enough people took CBD that they just came to the doctor and said, hey, doc, I'm not asking your permission or your opinion. I'm telling you I'm taking CBD oil and it's working. You might need to look into it. I think here's the, this is what, it's just what's going on in our political systems. It's what's going on in almost every industry in the world. That is like, I've done website development for the last 26 years. I've had so many people say, Hey, would you take a look at my website and give me some feedback and tell me if you think that things, you know, could be better? Absolutely. Look, dude, I can promise you that 99 out of 100 websites that I take a look at, I can find something wrong with 99 out of a hundred. I can find something that needs tweaked, fixed, improved graphics, quality of images, placement, what's in the, I can go through and pick it apart and find something that needs to be better. And I can say to you, it's a great website. However, I would change this and this is why. Now, you've got the choice of believing me and seeing the logic that I explain and say, what would it take to hire you to fix those things or do that or redo the website? Or doctors can't exist if there isn't a problem. A hospital cannot exist without people coming in and spending the night or the week or the month. They can't exist. I'm just throwing that out there. And again, a lot of logical people probably listen to your podcast or, and there are people that there are doc. My sister's a nurse practitioner. I love her to death. That doesn't mean she's right about everything. It doesn't. And, but that, that we're programmed to believe that they're, if they're wearing a white coat, they're right. Yeah. And like I said, it it goes back to the, I, I think we've been conditioned to believe that that family doctor and, and they know the they're the ones that we trust and we give the responsibility over to them. We literally turn the responsibility of our own health yep. or our loved ones over to a person who's definitely overworked, who has to see 20 or 30 patients every day. And right. is for those of you that are go to hospitals on a semi-regular basis, I'm not one. You, they come in, they're 20 minutes late. It's like this, that, and the other, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Let me wretch out a, a prescription and that's it. And again, that's just the system that we're in. And so people yeah. that take our products have had epiphanies where it's, yes, the CBD helps with inflammation, pain, anxiety, sleep, whatever the issue was, but then it opens up their eyes to being like, wait a second. So if I put something in my body with some plant juice and it works, what else could I do that could work? And it gives them the power and powers them to start thinking, maybe if I started exercising again or eating better, maybe that would help too. We see it all the time. Yeah. So it's, again, I I think that the more people open up their eyes and look at the alternatives to, to, it's like a politician who 90% of them or more are, are, are attorneys. They have their juris doctorate. It's like a politician telling me, 
hey, you're going to live better, longer life if you do this vaccine. I said, dude, what? You're, how are you qualified to tell me how to live a better life? You're a politician. But people are programmed. It's on CNN. It's got to be true. I mean, they and the people, the commentators on CNN, they said it was true. I know, personally know some people that have been news broadcasters, and I'm just going to say it. They couldn't pour piss out of a boot if the instructions <laughs> were on the heel. Like, I, I'm not going to have a CNN or a Fox News or any other MSNBC or any of these people tell me what I should do with my life. It, it's they're, they're, they're reading a teleprompter telling me what to do with my life. No. Thank you, but no. Yeah, I agree. And like I said, I just am so happy that people are starting to stop and think for themselves. We see people with very complex ailments, and I will tell them over and over again, don't, you know, if if you were going to get your car repaired, you'd get three estimates. If you're going to get your body repaired, get three estimates. Talk to multiple experts. Do your own research. You can go to PubMed. Dot gov and it has all the research that's published. You can go into a little search bar and search in your ailment and search in some your own research. That's what I and I also tell that because we work with a lot of families with children with autism. Ken, my friend, I appreciate yeah. you coming on so much. I got to jump yep. on uh, Dr. Bills. I really appreciate you coming on, Ken. I really appreciate all that you've done for me and going live and for so many others. I do want to put one little plug out there for you. The GrowLiveAcademy.com is where you can learn to do what you just saw me do for your business. It's simple. It's step-by-step. It will bring more eyeballs to your business. As long as you don't need more customers or more sales, then you won't be interested in Ken's course. But if you do need those things, go check them out. And where can they find that, Ken? Is that GrowLiveAcademy.com? GrowLiveAcademy.com. That's it. GrowLiveAcademy.com. Go check it out. And I know he also has a $47 starter package too, which I took, which got me started. And uh, I'm very grateful for all that you've done. Thanks so much, Ken, for coming on. We will wrap this thing up. And uh, thanks for coming on the Miracle Plant Podcast. We will see you next week. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Charles, Larry, everyone for coming on, for sharing this and hearing these incredible stories about the Miracle Plant Podcast. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.